Episode 162. I'm Nish. I'm Paul. <laughs> I'm Willie. We're all on helium. Yeah. I'll just do the whole show this way. It's fine. I dare you. <laughs> I could do it. I could totally do it. But would anyone listen, including us? I don't know. <laughs> I'd hang on for the, the, for the end. There, there is. Yeah. Just, just to see if I made it all the way through. <laughs> um, what did we watch this week? We watched um, the uh, George Clooney starring and directed movie, The Midnight Sky, uh, available on Netflix. So we'll talk about that in a little bit. Is it The um, Midnight Sky or just Midnight Sky? I believe it's The Midnight Sky. It is based on a book. Of, we're getting into it, and I don't need to get into it. But it's based on a book, according to Wikipedia, called Good Morning Midnight. And oh, am I glad they didn't call it that. I mean, it's equally as forgettable as Midnight Sky. Well, I mean, called. it's probably less forgettable, but it's way One stupider. sounds like a children's book, and the other sounds like a Bond movie. Yes, I, I agree with this both was of those. neither. Yes, I do agree with both of those. <laughs> oh, why couldn't it have been both? <laughs> A children's farm movie? Yeah. <laughs> that would be great. All right. Um, before we get to the Midnight Sky, um, I, I had a quick thing to talk about. Um, maybe a couple things. So first of all, uh, Willie, you found this link. Um couple weeks ago about this uh film festival in sweden um i don't know if it's like is it like the i don't even know how to say it like Göteborg or something like that <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> like i know I, I know that city and i've never had to say it out loud or never heard what, how it's pronounced so. i'm impressed that you've heard of that city i'm like yeah okay. anyway anyway they have a film festival in sweden and they had they have a special prize this year that uh one person who um you know, writes in and wins a contest or whatever it is, um, gets to experience the entire film festival in a lighthouse in a remote island in the North Sea off the coast of Sweden. And they will uh, get to watch the entire film festival in the lighthouse keepers like room or whatever um, in this island for seven days and do not get a laptop or a cell phone or anything else to like distract them while they're doing it. So question one, why the fuck would you do this? I would not <laughs> want this prize. <laughs> like, how is this a prize? Do you I, guys I, remember? I, I was like kind of, a, I was kind of there until they got to the part where you would not be allowed a cell phone or a laptop or like anything. I mean, you get food, you, I'm sure. But. but do you remember, Um, it might have been like 2004, 2005, when we were like kind of first kicking off. The, that's when we first started the podcast, right? In, the, in that general area. Yeah the Rockaway mall was playing like we're going to show you all the oscar movies like at the mall today and i think we made it through like three and i was like by the end of the second one i was like oh gosh i i can't see another one i'll try like could you imagine like a week in a row of like being in a lighthouse with nothing but movies like no way yeah and and i feel like all those things like like for instance like right like 
they did this like a few times during the, you know, over the last number of years with the MCU where like leading up to like the big Avengers movie, they would do like these marathons at certain things where you would watch everything up to that point. And that got to be a big deal by the time you got to like, uh, I think they did it for Infinity War. I don't know if they did it for Endgame, but like, you know, you're watching like 18 movies or something like that by that point. And that seemed like a lot, but it's like you could still leave and like go get popcorn or like, you know, like you could like and plus like those were Marvel movies, which are like pretty exciting and like fun to watch generally. Like film festival, it's like that is like, you know, yeah, you, you have no idea what you're row, getting. Yeah. What if two in a row are like Garbaggio? Exactly. Like, two in a row. I feel like you'd be lucky if two in a row are kind of Garbaggio. Garbaggio, by is- the way. <laughs> Really? Yeah. <laughs> the question right. I have is, do you also have to man the lighthouse while you're there? Oh, oh I hope so. Is that in the article? I'm going to look. <laughs> I, did, I, did, I didn't read down that far. I mean, that, that God, either I makes wish. it way more appealing or way, way less. I'm not sure which. Follow-up question. What yes. does manning a lighthouse entail? Um, I guess you have to light it and then change the <laughs> bulb when it goes out. Is that uh, that's it? it? It's uh, it it says that there, there was a lighthouse a bicycle to make it spin around. <laughs> yeah, th- there was a lighthouse keeper um there until the 1960s, and then the beacon was automated. So I think they just run the beacon remotely, and maybe they have to go there every once in a while to fix something. But I don't I, think anyone lives there. I like to think this also means you can't sleep because the lighthouse is full of light at night. <laughs> it's just weird. Okay. Once every 24 hours, you have to type in 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> two, I, have, I have a question and I have a follow-up question. Were those the right numbers? And if so, did you have to look them up? Those are, those the right are, those are absolutely definitely. the right numbers. And Yeah, did, I totally looked them up. I don't remember them. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. I didn't I, look them up. I could tell those were the right numbers as soon as he said them. We all know you're far smarter than both of us. Well, I'm not smarter. I'm just just remember those numbers. <laughs> you are an economist. Yeah, we have to deal with those six numbers all the time. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> yeah. Right. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's that's no my se- that's my no, secret no, to you guys. No, that, no thanks is the is the final verdict on this lighthouse bullshit. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, totally. You have right. to pay me. All right, here's a follow- how much money would it take to like for you to say yes to that? Well, here's my question before before I answer that. Do I actually have to watch all those movies? I mean, if you can find a way to sit there while they're playing and not pay attention while they're pl- like imagine sitting in a room with the TV on. Oh my god. I, I mentioned the cell phone. Sorry. I was looking there to see <laughs> if it said anything about your question. Um you 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 don't get a cell phone or a laptop. It says or a book. Like, oh, they no. let you even read. Like, no. So you got to be in the room. And I mean, yeah, you don't have to watch them, but you're basically staring at the ceiling and it's playing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like you have to actively like fight not to watch basically. <laughs> and, and they're calling it a prize, not a punishment. Yes. I but, assume it's not 24 hours straight, right? Like it's like probably the hours that the festival are. I thought they said it was for seven days in a row. It was seven days in a row, but I don't think it's like literally like 24 hours because because that's not how a film festival works, right? Like there's not like shit being shown at like four in the morning, is there? So you, you go into the lighthouse. I see. I've totally misread it. A, I guess you probably just go into the lighthouse once a day for a cup for an hour or two for a couple hours, right? Well, you have to be in the light. Like it's an island and that's the only place to live on the island, I think. So it's like you're you're kind of there's nowhere else go? to go. Or are you just there? You could. 
I mean, you could go outside and walk around uh, the island, which if that picture is actually of the island, the island <laughs> looks very small, very rocky, and really scary with like huge waves. What happened if something <laughs> happens? You have no phone. You're like, well, we'll see you next Sunday. <laughs> you flip on the lighthouse. Is there a kid? It's automated. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, maybe, maybe uh, there's week? like a panic button or something. Like maybe, maybe they have cameras where they're watching you, which also seems really scary. God, they're gonna find yeah, like somebody. They're gonna find somebody me, who's been dead for a, half a week. Ten grand. That's the number for me. Ten grand. Oh, I would do it for less than that. I'd do it for five. Five after taxes. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably do it for five. It doesn't seem. I think you're underesti- uh, underestimating like how much torture it would be to be like locked alone for a week watching shitty movies. It's like a solitaire, like I, solitary I think, confinement. I think you're forgetting how long Nishkin masturbated for without stopping. <laughs> Forgot about that. I was I was gonna make a joke of you know with no book and no whatever it was <laughs> like you know what what are we gonna do the whole time? <laughs> it's a good callback, Paul. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. It's a good callback. Yep. Just, just let me know, Paul. Let me, let me know when you're firing up Amazing <laughs> Spider-Man Two. <laughs> you said both of them. All right, I did say both of them. You're right. I forgot. All right. Before you, before you get too far off, like as we're going down this rabbit hole, I'm just gonna go. I listened to a mini flicks we did on Spider-Man, Spider-Man Three. Oh, I remember that. We watched. Did we watch that together, or did we? We all saw it at the movies, and yeah. you guys both kind of liked it Ugh. back then. You we're misremember s- how much so, you kind of liked it. Yeah, we're so fucking dumb. What did what, what did we say about it that we liked? <laughs> I don't remember now. Stupid uh, <laughs> My initial impressions of so many things are wrong. So yeah, the only po- agreed. Um, the, the things that you disliked the most was essentially the usage of um, Mr. Sandman. Is, is that was that the bad guy, like the Sand guy, the Sandman? Yeah. You thought without him, the movie would have been good. And you kind of like Tobey Maguire, like being this kitschy bad guy who was like doing the like funny dancings and stuff. Really? And I was like the, yeah. I, I can see that why we would have liked it because it kind of leans into like the Sam Raimi weirdness. But. Mm-hmm. But yeah, does did that the, those opinions did not age well. No, <laughs> no. Neither to the movie. <laughs> in fact, in fact, none of that age as well, because I feel like my feelings about that movie now, despite I have never seen that movie since we saw it in the theater, like not maybe I've seen a small section of it, but I've never really seen it. And what I clearly think about it is completely the other way around that, like yeah. that, that obviously the emo parts are the worst part and that Sandman is probably the better part of the movie that like uh, venom that was, is that was our that, that, that was our entire beef with the whole movie and also i know isn't that here's weird? something funny is um james franco i had no idea who he was he must have been early enough in his career i was like who's that guy that played green goblin you're like oh this is kid james franco and i was like how did i not know who james franco was <laughs> oh goodness fresh off of freaks and geeks probably um yeah that's right i well, love and, that show and and the other two spider-man films for what it's <laughs> worth other- i for what it's worth, I can't remember Sandman. I mean, like you guys, I haven't seen the movie since we saw it in theaters. I, I don't even I don't even remember the character. You, you remember it's Thomas Hayden Church, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and he's wearing the stupid sweater the whole time. Yes, exactly. Uh, but the the Topher Grace Venom sticks in my head more. Yeah. As just a but 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 it sticks in my head as something that's like nah that shouldn't. That yeah, shouldn't I mean, happen. not 
But yeah, yeah, not for the right reasons. It's just mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, too many bad guys was our synopsis. Of well, that. that's certainly was, true. Is a, is a short is the is the short and short of it. Yeah, that is definitely true. Okay, sorry to sorry to totally derail and call back. That was mini flicks four, I believe, right wow. after episode seventeen. Wow, jeez, I can't believe we had already done four mini flicks after seventeen <laughs> episodes. <laughs> We were feeling it out. Yeah, I guess so. All right. So we mentioned uh, before we go in, it talked about Spider-Man. We mentioned my potential great achievement, which would be masturbating for three and a half straight hours. <laughs> um, Paul, I hear that you have also achieved something. Yes. Yes, I have. Gentlemen, I don't want to brag, but you're talking to someone who has seen all six Predator movies. Oh, jeez. Can you name these for me just so I remember what these are? Yes, I can. Just a quick question. Danny Glover is the second one, right? Correct. Yes. Does he ever come back? No. Does he say, does he ever utter nail them both in in this movie? (laughs) Not not to my recollection. I'm out. (laughs) Uh, So in chronological order, the movies are Predator, Predator 2, Aliens versus Predator, Alien versus Predator Requiem, Predators, and The Predator. All right. Wait, wait, wait. So, I hadn't even realized that there was an a- alien predator. Oh, totally. Intersection. Oh, yeah. You yeah, remember yeah. that? It, it had, like it's most famous for its tagline, right? Whoever wins, we lose. Yep. <laughs> I feel like there should have been like a predator Y two K theme movie as well, like Predator two thousand. Oh, like like a. <laughs> Not that the predator causes Y two K, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like a big bug in Y two K, and the predator just goes on a murder. It's just spree. the predator at a laptop for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> just swap the batteries out. And given how Y two K ended up, it would be a very anticlimactic movie. <laughs> you know what they should also make here? I'm going to give many more sequels. They should have a predator and the purge. They should merge those together. Predator. Yeah, um, I, I was gonna let you say it. <laughs> yeah, so I saw right. these, I saw these movies because um, most of them are on HBO, which I just got. So oh, interesting. And then I figured, well, in for a penny, in for a pound. So I watched the last couple. Um, and six. There's six. 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 Like I cannot believe there's six of these. I know. Okay. Twelve to fifteen hours of Predator. You saw. Yeah, and I would say there are. There are three that are decent, and then three that are total shit. Um, okay, so so what could could you tell us briefly, like your ranking from like best to worst of the of yeah, all give of it, give it give yeah. us the machete uh, after that. Give us the machete order. Which yes. order should we watch them? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it goes. Let's see. Um, it goes. Actually, the the ranking from best to worst is chronological order. Really. They get wow. yes, everyone gets consistently worse. Wow. wow. Okay. All right. Um, I, 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 I assumed you, Predator would be at the top, obviously, but but you would think, right? With like Fast and Furious, like they well, those started, are definitely they started not getting a, worse, yeah. and then it got good again, and then yeah. it started getting worse. Right? You would think that there was one in the middle that, like, oh, we should keep making these movies. Not that it would keep getting worse. Well, so here's so well they so do different things, a, kind of. Yeah, and this yeah. brings up a couple of in, actually interesting meta points that I did want to talk about. The first is like. There's kind of they they kind of like gave up on continuity after there's like the first four movies all exist in the same continuity and then they kind of gave up and made two other movies that expressly aren't part of that continuity. 
Um, and the the fifth one ignores all the Alien versus Predator movies, and the last one is a sequel to the first one and pulls like a Superman Returns, like ignores all the ones in the middle. Um, and I wanted to. That's the Dude, thing. I, they can only pull that off if Arnold's in the last one, and he's not. That's it's yeah. That's bullshit. Yeah, because it wouldn't be the worst one if he was in it. <laughs> definitely true i mean yeah i guess maybe we just watched terminator genesis after all (laughs) you've not yeah you've not seen killing gunther then clearly (laughs) um but i did want to so i I did want to ask you guys by the way if you have any actual alien or predator questions i'd be happy to answer them but the thing i actually wanted to talk about was um when i was reading about the most recent movie the predator which was supposed to kick off a new franchise and obviously did not um, cause it was a shit ball. Um, they, they expressly said like, uh, we, we are, don't watch the other predator movies, like to like the crew and the people making the movie, right? Like don't pay attention like, to the other movies. We want to make even, our not own even the thing. first one. Yeah the, yeah. the first one they were allowed to watch apparently. Okay. And then the other oh, ones wow. they were not. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, and then my question for you is like, do you guys like it when movies do that? And, while you're thinking about it, I'll say my answer is generally no. Um, and the reason that I don't is like, I, I hate it when like someone makes a movie and it's like, oh, they make like a sequel that like ignores all the previous ones. And they're like, oh, he's so brave. Like he he went off on his, you know, this person went off on their own direction. And I'm like, that's not brave. That's lazy. Like right. the hard thing to do is to stick to continuity. And, and I think when you have guardrails and barriers, it forces you to be more creative. Like creativity comes out of that, right? Um, and and I think it's borne out by this shit ass predator movie, but, um, I, I think it's, I think, I think you gotta, you gotta, it's like, if you're making a movie in a continuity, you gotta stick with it. Like you can't by and large say like, screw it. Like none of this, none of this stuff matters. I'm making my own thing. It's like, then, then just make your own thing. By the way, spoilers for the predator movie. It might as well have not, they could have called it like kind of anything. Like it has really nothing to do with the predator as is the we, predator in it. So, <laughs> like, all right. So spoilers for the predator, but what happens is, um, there's Wait, which one is the predator. Is that the sixth one? Yes. yes the, the sixth, sixth one. one, which has a very interesting cast. And I just looked up the on Wikipedia. Oh yeah. Um, and, um, basically in that movie, there's a predator on earth and they're following it. And it turns out like he's a defector, <laughs> from the other predators and the predators have been augmenting their DNA with other creatures. So a super predator comes to earth to fight them. This is kind of, I think this is kind of like what Jurassic world did, right? They, they said, Oh, dinosaurs aren't cool enough. Let's make a super mutant dinosaur. Um, right. This was like the same line of thinking. And it's like, okay, so, th- so there is a predator. He's on screen for like mm, five minutes. And then, and then they deal with the super predator the rest of the time. And it's like, all right, well, this is just kind of like a shoot an alien movie. Like, this kind of has nothing to do whatsoever with Predator. Do the, the Predator... So, I, I, I want to go back to the Predator. But before yep. I do, your, your your answer brought up a question for me as someone who has really only seen the first Predator mm. and maybe small parts of the second. The Predators, I mean, I obviously they can talk, but they can understand them? Um, Because that's they, not a... Thing in the first predator right like you never hear the predator like he's just this killing thing they don't even really know much yeah, about he, him right like they talk with like clicks and stuff and right and weird exactly sounds. and then 
so in the movie they've made this they made like a computer Translator. program that can translate you know what yeah. they say please which is ridiculous is 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 that just just in the predator or is that yes. like okay so like they don't talk in any way that you can understand in any of the other films just correct the, the, the thing that they always do and they do this in the first one but the thing that predators always do is when they're hunting you this is actually kind of a cool idea when they're hunting you they record they overhear what you're saying and they record it and then they play that back to you right um, as like a freaky th- way to freak right. you out right so that's I what they do gonna... in all the other movies until this, the, this i thought show. i thought you were going to say that they write stuff in english on signs and then hold it up yep. to you <laughs> it's, it's very love actually <laughs> yeah exactly all right but how did you feel about um when, when there's like really sloppy movie making like um and I don't even know which X-Men movie was, but there was a couple X-Men movies that were really bad. And then they found a way to essentially like control off the lead. And be like, well, we're going to time travel backwards. Pretend that shit didn't happen. Fine. Right? That's fine because they maintain the continuity, right? It, like they, they, they came up with an in-universe explanation and they said, haha, we've erased the shitty movies. I'm, I'm on board for that. That's, I don't, I have no problem with that. Um, it's when they just blatantly pretend the other movies don't exist. Um, yeah also like x-men gets away with that because that movie was like a decent movie like it wouldn't have been like meaning days of future past like yeah. that wouldn't have worked very well if like that was even worse than x-men the last stand and it would have been like right. great you erased the the bad movie and made a worse movie like hooray right. if, if days of future past had been the franchise killer that right. the predator was yeah right exactly so yeah. so the, the thing i wanted to mention about the predator is i assumed that like this was going to be since it was the worst one of the lot this like sub whatever thing like Paul W S Anderson or like uh, or like <laughs> or like sorry Paul W S Anderson but like you know, you know what I mean <laughs> um, he knows he, what he has, does yes he, he has a couple okay ones I guess but like or or like you know or like Uwe Bowl or something like that and you know and starring nobody and instead it has nope. yeah it has Keegan Michael Key it has Olivia Munn it has Thomas Jane it has Sterling K Brown. And it's directed and written by Shane Black. Like it's, it feels like it should be much better. And the other thing I want to bring up, by the way, been in the first Predator movie, you think would be know how to make a good Predator movie? Yes, yes. Can I bring up something like totally stupid for for a lot of these seven movies down the line? Thing is, um, when you get that far down the line, six movies, five movies. When was the first Predator movie made? 88 84 i think 87 87 87 87? i'm looking at it right now or 23 years later 33 years later yeah right um at some point you don't need to make a super predator you can just remake the first predator yeah Yeah, kind of to a degree yeah that is kind of what happened when they redid star wars with ray it was essentially a new hope it's right. the same movie. Yeah, Everybody right. loved it. Like or, you don't need a super predator to make this thing unique. Just put a predator in the forest killing people and make it badass and come up with a cool ass plot. Well, also like with, with Star Wars. Fine. With Star Wars, I would have rather they didn't like absolutely like completely remake more or less the 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 same movie. Okay. But, but you're talking about but, Star but, Wars but, versus but, Predator. Exactly. Nobody cares about Predator. Exactly. Like that was that, that was exactly the point I was going to make. There's a big difference. Like there aren't that many people out there who are going to be like, you just made the same movie. Like if you make right. it well, it would. But the other thing is, thrown, you could have thrown a Predator in the suit who with badass like makeup and effects in the jungle with the rock and people would have gone crazy. For yeah. It. And the other thing is like the predator 
we barely know anything about them. And like the other movies have been like, oh, we're going to reveal a little bit more about their culture and you're going to learn a little bit more about them. And like by the last movie, they're like, nope, we know everything about them. Time to introduce something new. And it's like, no, no, like don't do something bigger just for the sake of doing something bigger. Right. Um, Who cares about their culture? That's that. I think that's where the whole franchise went off. You just yeah. need a scary monster chasing you that's going to kill you that looks scary as fuck. All right, yeah, so I, w- I, I will admit that I actually... I actually kind of liked the first Alien versus Predator movie because I thought that was I thought that was kind of cool and um, yeah in like in like kind of a lizard brain sort of way where it's yeah. just like yeah it's like oh Alien Predator yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. now the in the second Alien versus Predator movie they nuke Colorado so things get a little bit things go a little bit off the rails. <laughs> Great. Uh, Could you imagine the cast of Jumanji doing a Predator movie? It would be huge. It'd be a huge movie. <laughs> Do you, do you mean like the new playing Jumanji the same or the old Jumanji? Yeah, yeah, no, no, not the Robin Williams one. The, <laughs> That's the what rock, I was thinking. I was like, rock Robin Williams Arnold. and like those kids, like Kirsten no, no. Dunst as a little girl. <laughs> the Rock is playing Arnold. Kevin Hart is playing Carl Weathers. So on and so forth. <laughs> the rest of the movie clearly writes itself. <laughs> right, exactly. And so Jack on. Black <laughs> is Jesse the Body Ventura. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, Shane Black, Shane Black, I guess. <laughs> he, he, yeah, he just continues yeah. to play himself. The the thing I wanted to bring up, by the way, in the Wikipedia page, that was my favorite little bit of stuff when I looked at The Predator, was that the script was co-written uh, by, I don't know if this is someone he collaborates with, Fred Decker, which means that it was written by Black and Decker. I just had to tell you that. <laughs> I was going to make that joke. Yep. <laughs> I mean, it was too easy not to see it right there. <laughs> I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, believe it or not, I have I watched them all. Don't do wow. it, people. Let me spare you. See the so first where, three and then stop watching. Where 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 can you go from here? Uh, there's nowhere what, to what go but you want? up or down. I'm not sure which way there is left to go. What are some other things you have you seen every Resident Evil movie? Speaking of Paul W. S. Anderson. God, no. <laughs> there you I, go. <laughs> I think I saw the first one. Maybe the second? I don't know. I don't know how many there are. I, I, could, yeah. I don't know. If I, am I signing myself up for another six movies? I think you're signing yourself up for more, possibly. Oh God, really? They yeah. Let me, let me let me check. There Although are... I, I I am down for if there's a bad series of like sci-fi actiony movies out there, let me know and I will watch them. There are six. Holy and then, shit! And then there is a reboot that is scheduled for this coming year. Jesus, really? Yeah. I would not yep. have guessed. Right. Wow. That is that is something. And I'm I mean, I guess one thing you could say is unlike the Predator movies, I think right do all the Resident Evil movies have Mila Jovovich in them? I don't is, know. Is is there one that doesn't for some reason? I I know all the last ones do. There's really six of those movies. Yeah. Resident Evil, Resident Evil Apocalypse. Resident Evil Extinction, Resident Evil Afterlife, Resident Evil Retribution, and Resident Evil The Final Chapter. I mean, in all seriousness, though. Which is getting you a seen it? Have you seen them? I've never seen a Resident Evil movie. No, I haven't either. But I've also never seen a movie with Mila Jovovich in it. You haven't seen she been fi- in any other movies is the question. You haven't, you haven't seen Fifth Element? Nope. Oh, wow. Wow. I've even uh, seen Ultraviolet. Oh, wait. You've seen Dazed and Confused. Oh, she's in that movie. Yeah. There you I go. Couldn't, who, who, who did she, who she play in that movie? 
she's like one of the cute girls you know, the, she, the, who's like the, always hanging around with them but like never talks basically she's the one in the background killing the zombies yeah exactly <laughs> Her name's Lilu. <laughs> weird choice. What's going on back yeah. there? She's she's wearing that weird white bandage thing. Yeah. I had a major Cutting crush zombies on her. Head she was probably our age. She's pro- She probably is our age. Probably, right? Let's see. All right, last thing, and then we're going to go to this movie. Uh, she's older than us. She is... Uh, where is it? 45. Oh, that always makes me feel good because it's so rare that that happens anymore. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right. If you have any yep. other series for me to watch, let me know because I will. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm a garbage person that likes garbage movies. So let me know and I will watch them. I already told you Resident Evil. So <laughs> depending on how available on streaming they are. <laughs> you're, 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 you're game for them. I kind of feel like we should Why review not? one. I feel like we should review one just to get the ball rolling for Paul. And once he's seen one, he's screwed. He's in. Yeah, you're There's right. No about way that. he won't watch the rest. Right. I mean, we have we, to watch the first one then, right? I mean, we're not going to jump in in the middle. I think we should jump in on. The <laughs> we're fourth. just going to watch the, the third one for fun. There is wait. no context. Fourth. Is there All like right, an so, obvious one, which is the, like the best one? It's got to be the first one, right? Okay. So here's the question for you guys: There are six of these movies. They're all available on iTunes. How much does the bundle cost? Forty nine ninety nine. Fuck, nailed it in one. Jesus, <laughs> wow, that was good. My next guess was twenty four ninety nine. I was going to cut it right in half. I, I did think these would be cheaper. Fifty bucks is a lot. I mean, I know you're getting six movies, but it's eight ninety nine. It's like nine bucks a movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. Check my math numbers, guy. <laughs> yeah, it, it checks out. <laughs> Why not? I mean, I will say I did buy. F- the four Predator movies I was missing for like 25 bucks, which was also part of the reason why you own it now. Yeah. I I guess I could have rented them like that, but that's the thing. Like, right, right. I could have rented them, but for like six more dollars, I could own all four of them. And it's like, you know, I'm probably never going to watch them again, but like, I don't know. Yeah. Never know. Well, having now having seen them, I know. Do you know that the fifth one stars Adrian Brody? The fifth I think Resident I did Evil. Know that. No, the fifth Predator. Oh, the Predator. That's right. We're talking about Predator. Dude, the, actually, that movie was on in the background at Gordon's bachelor party. Oh, you know, it, I, the whole time I was, was watching it? it, no joke, I was like, this looks kind of familiar, but I'm pretty sure I haven't seen this. But I was like, this kind of looks familiar. That, that would be why. We didn't okay. watch it, but it was on in the background. And I right. remember somebody being like, that's Adrian Brody in a Predator movie. It's weird to see him as like a hard-boiled mercenary guy, and he and he like gruffs up his voice a whole lot in the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Trying, it's weird. That movie also has Topher Grace and Walton Goggins in it. Yep, it sure does. I really like Walton Goggins. Yeah, Topher Grace can fuck himself. Sure, but <laughs> Topher Grace right. is yeah, oh, he's he's no better than he is in Spider-Man Three in that movie. <laughs> We don't is he is he is he is he Venom in the Predators movie? That would have Pulling legit it made it better. It's yeah. a mini flex number four. Yeah, here we go. All right, let's. I think we're primed to discuss this movie. All right, the movie we, Wait, we watched. Could, if we try, we could probably put it off a little longer. Talking That's about right. it. Speaking of gruff voices, 
<laughs> That's right. The, the The movie we watched was uh, 2020's The Midnight Sky. The This was uh, on Netflix. Um, it stars George Clooney. It was also directed by him. Um, and it is about uh, a, a scenario. It, it's set 30 years in the future um, where a unidentified um, event has happened and basically made life uninhabitable on Earth. It's wiped out almost all of the population of, on Earth, and the rest of the people on Earth are heading to underground caverns or, or some, some some underground places where they can survive, but even then only temporarily. Like the Earth is, everyone is going to be dead on Earth. And George Clooney plays a elderly scientist who has some unspecified illness that requires him to be on hemodialysis, um, and he is left alone at this base. He chooses to stay at this base uh, in the Arctic rather than um, rather than go to safety or relative safety, I guess. Uh, and uh, the movie cuts between that and the crew of a spaceship, which is basically returning from a mission to a um, habitable moon of Jupiter, um, which George Clooney's character had discovered years and years and years ago. Um, and they are returning from their mission where basically uh, they were trying to figure out whether it was habitable, whether it was a place where, you know, Earth could build a colony. And the movie basically is about uh, there's a, more that goes on. But like it's basically about uh, George Clooney trying to find a way to communicate to this crew of this space mission to let them know that they should not land on Earth because Earth is uninhabitable and they should turn around and go back to the moon on Jupiter and, and try to like make a, a life for themselves there. All right, couple things. I, yes. I gotta hop in right here. No, no, go. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm done. Um, so go ahead. Because we should talk about who's in the movie, sure. But disagree with your synopsis in that. Okay. I looked at the clock mid like, and I was like, okay, we've got through the Clooney bit, and now we're talking about space shit. It was halfway through the movie. Sure. All the trailers, everything made me believe this is a Clooney movie. It's really half. Yeah, yeah, no, no, absolutely. It's, I, it it it's cuts actually between, not yes. Clooney trying to get to these people. The first half is Clooney trying to get to these people. The second half is the space is people. is is what happens with yeah with the people in space. No, no, that 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 is true. That is absolutely true. It was kind of a, a number one, number two, like ten. All right, uh, we're going to get into this in, in much more depth. But at what point into this movie did you guys like pause and were like? Oh shit! This is Castaway, but but instead of instead of um, instead of Wilson, it's the little girl. Because it was like ten minutes in for me, I was like, "This I don't know if this girl is real or not, but but she's Wilson." <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I I didn't put that. I I didn't make that connection. I did not. Uh, you know, it, as as it uh, as it turns out, you know the the he meets the he meets this little girl in the in the station, and, and she's his companion for the whole trip. Trip, and it turns out that um, he's basically hallucinating her the whole time, and she's a projection of his daughter who she, who he's never met. Um, yeah, I, I I didn't pick up on that 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 that, that she was a hallucination or anything. Was literally until five minutes in, I was like, oh, she's Wilson. This, this, this is this is Castaway. Yeah, no, fair enough. I didn't. I, I guess I could see that. I mean, it's not totally like Castaway. Um, I didn't. I didn't pick up on that at all. Um, yeah, and I wasn't. I wasn't looking for something like that. So I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't either. But I, I don't know why. Like instantly, I was like, "Oh shit!" 
So, all right. So <laughs> I picked this movie and I hate it already. I, so here's my, so I, I have an opening statement and you, you guys are gonna have to bear with me for a second on this, but, but I do need to get through it. We, we, we yield the floor to you. Um, so the exact opposite of, of Willie's thoughts. Um, I, uh, if this movie was a person, we wouldn't be speaking right now because I, um, I haven't felt so blatantly manipulated by a movie for no good reason in, in a really long time. And, and the reason that I say that is usually in, in, so for one thing, I am not a person who figures out movies while they're watching them. Like my brain just doesn't do that. Like I get into the movie and watch it. Um, so I got into this movie and I was watching it and I was like, fuck, this is a movie where everybody dies at the end. Um, Mm -hmm. and I still think it is. Um, and I was like, this agreed, like this girl is going to have to die. This little girl is going to have to die at some point. And like, what the fuck? And they make this trek across the ice where they're on a snowmobile for a while. And then they're fucking walking. Um, and like, I was just like waiting for it to happen. And I was just like invested in the mat. And then the twist comes at the end. And I got fucking pissed. And the reason that I got pissed and felt like the movie betrayed me was usually when you see a movie like this, when you know the twist, you go back and watch it and you can figure it out. Totally, totally, totally. I I, I know exactly what you're talking about. And in this movie, they play it completely legit. Like there is a scene at the beginning where a woman doesn't know if her if her daughter got on the helicopter or not. And someone assures her that they were, but they make a big deal about they're too busy to even count people. They're just loading up helicopters and flying away. When he finds her, he doesn't have a reaction like, oh, shit, I'm hallucinating. Actually, my theory is throughout the entire movie, he 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 never realizes she's an hallucination. Um, I think even the last scene bears that out. Um, By the way, also, like, if she is a hallucination, who the fuck lights the, the stove on fire downstairs? Um, I mean, if that even happens, he does. Right, right, like, right. My, um, my 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 big thing not, not, to, not to interrupt was there is a scene when they're at the plane where he is inside with the man and she is outside and she goes and looks and sees the dead body and gets scared who is that for he's not there how exactly. are we seeing her how are we seeing her without him being there if he is a hallucination like exactly. he doesn't see that scene and that's why I feel like betrayed by the movie because yeah. they, they play it too legit. Like they, they play the whole movie like she's real and she's clearly not like they they, they make it very unambiguous. She was never there. Right. They, they show, they, they show his actual daughter as a kid and it is that girl. Right. And they have the scene of her, of them standing next to each other. And then the camera cuts to the rear shot and she's not there. Like they, right. they hit it home a couple of times. Right. It's definitely not her. But the but the whole movie fucking they they give you no clues they they play it how, completely legit which is I think how, is total bullshit and, and infuriated me because it worked like I got really emotionally invested when they're in that oh, snowstorm geez. and he's fucking freaking out and he can't find her like I got upset because I was like fuck like that she's like going to be lost in this storm. I thought it was going to be that he shoots her when he like when he just discharges yeah. his gun oh. like like trying to get the wolves. And then yeah. it's just like, oh, fuck, like it's going to stop and he's going to see her like dead body like there. Right. So Com- by so the way, comparing got, it to so Castaway, really... that, that moment, I was like, that's the moment that Wilson floats, floats away. away. Yeah, oh, sure. she's gone. Yeah. But then she but... came back. <laughs> right. It's, it's Castaway. But if they played the whole movie like Wilson was a real person, because like I got like I got invested and like I got like and 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 she doesn't show up at a thematically appropriate time. Like she doesn't represent his will to get to his daughter. He had already made that decision well in advance. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not a reflection of 
a, a change or a driving force in his life. Like nothing changes right before he meets her, um, which would have made it work. Like it's just it's just there to fucking manipulate you. And they also I, and I hate it for that. They also don't really set up like I could understand the idea of him hallucinating her as a way of working through his regret, like as a dying man, his regret for not having been there for or introduced himself or, you know, ever been a part of her life. But that doesn't really set up well, like 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 they never show him having any of those thoughts, like at any point before, I guess, maybe the very end when he actually talks to her in the in the spaceship, like. Like, like there's no even in the the backstory, like the the flashbacks, he doesn't really seem all that put out. Like maybe like a tiny bit. Like, oh, did you tell her about me? But he doesn't seem like sad or anything. He's just like back to my work. Like, yeah. By the way, how long did it take you guys to figure out? Because it took me far longer. I feel like I had, I had figured out a lot of the formula of this movie like right away. Except for I didn't know who the who the hell Clooney as a young man was. Oh, Ethan Peck. Um, oh yeah, I was like, no, that I got, I like, got that right why away. Why do I care about these people? Who the fuck are these human beings? Oh yeah, no, I, I got that pretty well just because I felt like Ethan Peck, uh, who's Gregory Peck's grandson, I did not realize that, um, yeah. does a pretty good Clooney voice. Like it was, like he was a very believable, like young Clooney. Like his voice, like mm. he doesn't necessarily look all that much like him, but he sounded a lot like him in a yeah, way well, that was, like, well, both, was clearly him. They, they give them both the same beard. <laughs> Right, um, yeah, in, in the second flashback. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah exactly. So, it's like he's gradually becoming, like, it's like, oh, he's that beard just going to get longer and grayer. But that does bring up another thing about, like, the bullshit of this, like, they that flashback, there's, what, three of them? And they're yeah. maybe six minutes long in total? Like, it doesn't if factor that, in, yeah. like, a big part of his life is this, is this like... And, and and generally, I feel like like it, when a movie introduces a kid like that, I it's already got one strike against it because I feel like that's often a cheap move to make you empathize. Like it's like, oh, we're not going to put the effort in. Here's a kid. Like everybody, like everybody has sympathy for a kid. Um, so that like the whole time I was like, every time something would happen, I'd be like, don't don't show a kid. Don't like because yeah. I because I saw the the scene with the helicopter. Like don't be the kid. And then the kid was there. I was like, fuck. Oh like, no. Yeah. There's the kid. You know. No. Totally. I, so. I I also feel like like it it um it just seems like the problem with the twist generally is that like then you have to like like you said you have to watch the entire movie or or think of the entire I didn't watch the entire movie again but like think about the entire movie again and think about how the twist like recontextualizes things or whether it makes sense and I feel like I'm shocked that you guys found it to be a twist because I feel like it was like Telegraph from the first well, 10 minutes. It, it I mean, wasn't I mean, though I mean, because twist, they play it completely legit. Yeah. Like they, they dropped that scene in there with the woman in the helicopter. Like that is there to make you think there's a kid left behind here. Uh, that is there to make you think this is bullshit. Why? Well, well that's We've that's, seen enough of these movies. We know that this is bullshit. That, that is enough to make you question, is this girl real? I guess. I mean, why Why would I have thought that she wasn't real? Why would I have thought this is that kind of movie? Be, I, for me, again, like I got right, cast anyway, away anyway, right any, away. anyway, this is not the fucking point that I was trying to make. <laughs> the point that I was trying to make is that there are so many things when you go back that don't quite make sense in terms of his, like, so obviously at the end of the movie, it is made clear that he knows who she was the whole time. Like he knows her name, obviously. He knows she was on that flight. He knew he, right. it was it was to his fucking moon 
So it's I'm like, I'm sure he was keeping track of what was going on. And yet mm-hmm. in the beginning of the movie, he's like, give me like pull up active space missions. And he acts like it's like, oh, like, give me that one. It's like, like, you That's didn't fair. fucking know. Like, but, how would that yeah, not be the but... first thing that occurred to you? Like after everyone was gone, it's like my daughter who I've never met is on this spaceship. I can save her life. Like, why would you go through yeah. this rigmarole the, of like that? I didn't catch it all. Yeah. Like, you're, you're totally right about that. Yeah. Like, it's it's just weird. Like where and, and like, I wouldn't care about that if the <laughs> twist didn't exist. Right. Like, it wouldn't matter. Right. And, but and because the, it does. And the reason, Willie, I think it's not set up. I mean, this movie, I think, is more the road than it is Castaway. Um, yes. <laughs> hmm. Oh, well, it's certainly the road in terms of the, you know, the apocalypse. Yeah. And 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 the man and the kid kind of thing. Yeah. What on. do you guys think about the um the, the crew of the ship? Yeah. Let's, let's, I was let's, really let's talk excited about, about Coach Eric Taylor. <laughs> I like pretty much everything Coach Eric Taylor said. Paul's I, looking at me like he doesn't know who. No, Coach I, I like is. I like a lot of the. No, people. I know who Kyle Chandler is. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> I like I like I like all and, of the I, people. And the first like five minutes, I'm like, I know that woman. Who is she? And like ten minutes, I was like, Oh, from Rogue One. Okay, yeah, cool. Jenner, so, Yeah, I I like all these people. I was pretty disappointed by the, by the entire ship. No, I like the ship parts better because, like, I had so much anxiety every time we saw the kid. Honestly. Like I was just, yeah. I just kept thinking about how are they going to kill this kid off? Like, is yeah. George Clooney just going to fucking die, and they're just going to let her get radiation poisoning and die some horrible deaths? Like, I, 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 I that's legit. Like, I, like I did get super wrapped up in it. So whenever I didn't have to look at it for a while, I was happy. Um, and, and I thought that, yeah, I, I the, the space, it was weird because they have like they have like an amazing set of calamities in, in, in the same period of time, right? Yes. That George Clooney has an amazing series of calamities to get over. I mean, that's what I was kind of going to say was like, we can't get in touch with anybody. And then within two minutes of finally getting in touch with somebody, they run into all these asteroids, like, like right at that yeah. moment. Yeah. Like, yeah. Come on. Which is fine. Yeah. Except that. And then, that and then run into the them point. again when they go out to fix. And those are the only two times they run into asteroids. Right. But it does, yeah. but, but it does beg the question, like, we know, like they say, oh, we can't talk to K twenty or J twenty three is the is the new moon that they find. Like, we can talk about how you find a new moon of Jupiter that just happens to have an Earth atmosphere, but whatever, that doesn't matter. Right? Um, they they say we can't talk to J twenty three. We can't talk to Earth. It has to be us. We know, as the audience, it's not them. We know the Earth is fucked. That's why they can't talk to anybody. But they're gonna fly back to J twenty three. Something is fucked there, and we don't know what it is. They never tell us why can't they talk to J twenty three. I don't know. Is everybody there dead? I guess like, like it, like they just dangle that out there and they never explain it, which is why I think this is a movie where everybody dies um, because five of them barely made it back to earth. I don't think two of them, one, one of whom is pregnant and will probably give birth on the flight is, are going to make it back to Jupiter. I mean, let's say they do make it back to Jupiter. The odds are, the odds are heavily against them. I mean, well, there, there, are, there are a couple things going on, right? First of all, the odds are heavily against them because they're on a new world and there's just two of them, plus they're going to have a baby. Second of all, there's the whole repopulation question, which that's what I was is, getting at. is the yeah, icky question that you don't really want to get into. <laughs> well, like, the first yes. thing I thought was like, we're all going to be inbreds on <laughs> Jupiter? Yeah, exactly. Wait, are, are there, is there no one there? Because at I don't one think point, there is. They specifically say we can't reach the colony on J twenty three. I thought I thought what they said was they can't reach the colony fl- the colony mission. I, I think the idea was that there was a colony mission oh, that, that was what supposed they meant? to launch. Yeah, I think they uh, were going to get to J twenty three and be like, "Yo, we're cool here, homies. Send the people right 
and they couldn't get to them to say send the people. Right? Oh, okay. I missed right. that. I missed because I knew they left the beacon there and stuff and all that. Like, yeah. So everything. Yeah. yeah whatever. This, yeah, this is I, an end of humanity movie. Yes, it, it really is. Um, one thing I'll say, I I did really like the scene and some of the visuals um, on the ship, the the spacewalk scene. Um, not so much when the asteroids come. I mean, I mean that's scary and it comes, but the 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 moment afterwards when it seems like everything's okay, and then the one Maya, the one crew member, realizes that she's bleeding heavily. Like the way that is played, and then inside, and the little dots of blood. I thought it was a cool visual, and it was. One of totally the better played scenes. Yeah, it was. A, a, I was gonna say that, that's one of my notes of the entire movie. Like many negatives, few positives. One of the few positives was like, I've not seen blood in space before like this. Yeah, and it was like terrifying. Yeah, yeah, and cool. Yeah, especially when like they decompress finally and they take off the helmet and it like all comes up and she's like, "That's too much blood." And like, yeah, it was. It was. It was frightening and felt like very like very intense in a way that it was like, like I'll remember that scene, like in, in yeah. a way that I may not remember the rest of the movie all that well, except for the maddening part of the twist at the end, but I'll, I'll remember that scene. Yeah. But the, the thing, the thing about that scene that did get telegraphed to me is like, all right, well, someone's going to fucking die when they're going out there and it's yeah. not going to be the pregnant lady. So, right. I wanted to ask you guys, um, was it because she was pregnant? It was, it was a weird thing when every. What's her what's her character's name? Scully? Sully. Everybody's Sully. Saying, for Sully. 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 Yeah. Right, right. Everybody was saying goodbye as they were separating. Some people were going to Earth, some people were going back to Jupiter. Right. They're like, yo, later, Sully's boyfriend, husband. Mm-hmm. High five. Here's an elbow right. punch for you. Right. Ya. And then there's this and big with Sully, long everybody like... wants to like like lick her face. Like <laughs> no, I, I, what was up with that? I think that tracks because you Is that because she was pregnant? No, no, no. I be... think that's because he was their commanding officer. And you have a different relationship with people who are your peers versus who are your superiors, right? Like I think that's like you're you're my boss, so so long. Like, you know, like I, I mean you know, you generally don't hug your boss, but you might hug your coworkers when you leave, right? Like you just have a different relationship there. Yeah, I, I think that's not, and and you might also be right, Willie, that maybe the fact that she was pregnant also entered into that a little bit. Like, hey, you're our last hope. Stay healthy, homegirl. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You're I the mean, bigger for... star. We give you bigger hugs. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um. So, um, any any other positives that you that you guys take away from this movie? I, you know what? This is going to sound dumb. There was one scene in the movie I made note of. I really enjoyed it. I don't know. Other than just to like point out the scene is when they were talking about Rummy. When they were playing Rummy against each other and we were mm. first getting to know Sully and her. I didn't realize that they were one boyfriend, girlfriend, and two captain and, you know, future of human race. Yeah, I think I think uh, you're not supposed but to. But that I think one they scene about on Rummy, purpose. that one Rummy scene was really good. I don't know why. Because they're both charming. I mean, they're both charming in that scene. That's why it's really yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. No, I do remember that scene. It's it's it it is good. Um, I think I think in in general, um, you said Jin Erso, and I can't think of her real name. Oh, Felicity Jones. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes. Um, I I thought she was good. Like I thought she was like she had a good energy about her. Like I thought she was like charming and funny and serious and like of the people on the ship. She was the best one. So 
um, you know, I liked all the stuff that she was in. I had, I had a question about her too. Um, it, not Felicity Jones, but the character in, uh, at the, like when they first, sorry, when they make contact with George Clooney after, um, the crew member dies and all that, and they actually find out what's going on. So they see earth as a shit show. Yeah. All yeah, that. Can see it's, it. Exactly. Yeah. And he asks, or, or he asks, right. The commanding officer asks like who he is. Mm-hmm. And he says, like, I'm, I'm Augustine Lofthouse. Like, you know, and they know who he is, obviously, because he's the doctor or he's the it's kind of a badass person. name, by the way. Yes, very much. He's he's like a refugee from Game of the, uh, sorry, uh, Hunger Games is what I meant to say. <laughs> they yeah. got that right. Yeah. They got the naming right. Yeah. Um, She, like, gives this very weighty look at him. And I assumed, like, when the first when, when you when you realize at the end that it's his daughter. I assumed that that meant that she knew that he was her father, but then oh, as the conversation, so. go- no, but, but no, I agreed because then when the conversation goes on, I think it becomes fairly clear that she doesn't know, but like, I just couldn't figure out like why he, like she gave this like very like odd well, look to her boyfriend or whoever. I mean, like, I, I, because I think he's probably the most famous scientist on the planet, right? He discovered the planet that they're, or the moon that they went, just went to, right? He's like the reason their mission exists. So right. I, I think for them, it'd be like, you know, if you got like a random phone call from like, like the, the, oh, it turns out the last human alive is Neil deGrasse Tyson or something like that would just be super weird. Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess to some degree, but it, I don't know. I, I like, it just seemed like the look that she gave specifically seemed very odd and, and like they, they shared a look, but like to me, it very much looked like she was giving this look like that means something to me, like very important. And he was giving her a look that said the same thing. It wasn't like, like his look to me didn't seem like it was like, Oh, Augustine Lofthouse. It was more like, that's a big deal for you. Isn't it? Like, 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 like it was almost like they were both like had this look that was like, Oh, that's a big deal for you. Felicity Jones. And and so then, <laughs> a big deal for Felicity Jones. Yeah. I'd like to believe, by the way, if 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 any one of the three of us were in this situation, and Neil deGrasse Tyson was the last <laughs> man on earth talking to us, I'd like to believe we'd all make a fucking joke in that moment. So, so some type just, of burp or fart. <laughs> Just, just to get this straight, we're coming back from a two-year mission to Jupiter. That's right. We've just seen our crew member die. That's right. We've seen that the Earth is a shit show. Everyone That's is right. probably dead. Neil deGrasse Tyson has just told us that everyone is probably dead. And Paul says something about Uranus. <laughs> Am I wrong? Just, just wanted to set the scene. Yeah. No. <laughs> Story checks out. And Neil deGrasse Tyson says, my anus? And then he says, yes, your anus. Would, would Neil deGrasse Tyson laugh at that? <laughs> yes, of course he would. Keep in mind, in this, in this scenario, Neil deGrasse Tyson is alone and has some sort of horrible kidney disease that he's about to die of within the next, like, <laughs> day or so. And an imaginary child. Right. I forgot about that. Volleyball, I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> All right. Anything else to talk about with this? Uh, with this can, can we talk about the guy randomly found in the plane? 
Well, sure. we could talk about why they even stopped at the plane. I guess maybe they were hoping for supplies. Supplies. Like, that's that. That's what I assumed. Why would you even stop? Yeah. Maybe he was tired, but they were walking right, by that, that point, was right? That or guy were they real though? That guy was real. Yeah, that guy was real. That, that yeah. was a that was the first place they stopped was the plane. So they saw the snowmobile. Oh, okay, they saw the snowmobile. I mean, they must have been really when they lost when he lost. I shouldn't say they when he lost the snowmobile. They must have been really fucking close to the thing because he just oh, walked. Yeah. He, he walked for two days, like, right there. Yeah. yeah. Well, he walks for two days, right? They spend a night in the cave, and then they spend a night just like on the ice sheet, like making a little thing, um, and then they're there. But he, you. He can't be making much progress during the day, right? Just a couple of miles, right? All right, there, there, there's definitely some. Um, you have to suspend realism for a moment. Well, considering the fact that he fell in the fucking water and would have been dead, thank you. Because right. homie is swimming under the water. Like I, I even said it out loud. He when when he got wet, I was like, that fucking sucks. Like that's gonna be really rough. And then he, and then the snowmobile went into the water, and he went in with it. And I was like, well, he's dead. Like, right, exactly. What are they going right, to do? Like, right. yeah, no, I agree. Like, just him waking up and being the... wet, it was like, how is he going to like, like, it's like sub freezing, and it's like there's he's all a... this like wind outside, and he's going to like, yeah. he has no place to stay. Like, right, he just literally, puts his, he just puts his coat on, and he's like, I'm fine. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, literally in Antarctica, just throw a coat on. You'll be, you'll be cool. Like, no way. Yeah. Yeah, I, I right. did. So, so this is a measure of maybe how ill-equipped I am to sniff out twists. I'm, I'm, I'm like Paul. I, I don't, I don't ever pay attention to it, and, uh, and so I'm, I'm never even thinking about it or whatever. But like, it does occur Good to me that guys. like, yeah, it you, do- must lo- you must have loved the Sixth Sense. Yeah, absolutely. Sure, I did. I had a, somebody spoiled it for me before I saw it. Yeah, it was one of the few movies I, I like. I didn't see the twist coming. I was like, "Oh shit! This is this is why everybody loves these movies." Well, it, it would Did be the I way not... you felt when you saw The Matrix, right? Because no, ain't nobody saw that shit coming. Nope, nope. Yep that that is. It's because his previous movie was the fucking orange VHS movie, Johnny Mnemonic. Right. We did exactly. not see The Matrix coming. Nope, definitely not. Um. What were we talking about that brought up the Matrix? <laughs> Don't know. <laughs> Twist. This... Oh yeah, yeah. It does occur to me that in that scene um, that we were talking about before, where like the wind blows up and he can't, he loses her and can't figure out where she is, and he like, you know, shoots the gun or whatever, and then like he, like the the storm clears right, and then like the sun comes out, and he thinks he yep. sees his girlfriend, the person who's the mother of the of his daughter. Right. Um, and it turns out it's the kid instead. And I, it did occur to me right at that point that I was like, that girl looks like very like, like unaffected by all the snow. Whereas like, he's got like his beard is like a thing of snow and it's like his yeah. eyebrows are too. And it's like, the girl doesn't have a beard, but she does have eyebrows. Dude, <laughs> like, by I, that time I was like, this chick is totally fake. I, I wasn't even like, I was say, like, this is done. In my mind at that point, I was like, eh, child actor. Like they're, they're taking it easy on the kid. Yeah. Like the actual actor. But that's the oh. other thing that like reinforces that she's real because he does have an hallucination. And then the reality of the movie is he has an hallucination. It clears up and he has a second hallucination. <laughs> it clears up into a second hallucination. <laughs> Into his long-term hallucination. Yeah, I mean that's 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 just another yeah that's just another of them trying to you know make you think that fooled you. Yeah, yeah, which I can't. I just I I can't get over it. Like I can't get. I just can't. Um, 
all right, not this movie, but like Clooney directing movies as a whole. I, I actually don't know what movies Clooney has directed. Is this, is this his deal? Does he trick the audience? No, I don't think these movies are like that. I mean, th- this is based on a book, so I assume this stuff happened like the book ends up this way, although I, I don't know that for sure. Um, I mean, you know, the the other movies he's directed. Did he Michael Clayton? Did he direct Michael Clayton? No, he didn't. Um, but he did. He directed uh, Good Night and Good Luck. The uh, the one that was, was like the black and white one about Edward R. Excuse me, Edward R. Murrow. That was pretty good. That was a good movie. I don't yeah, remember the movie. yeah. No, that was that was good. Did he direct um, Syriana? I don't do think I? so. Right? Mm. I, don't, I don't. I don't believe he did. He directed uh, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Oh, that's one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. He directed that, that. That I believe was his debut. I could be wrong about that, but I think that was the first movie he directed. Was he even in that movie? Yes, he's the uh, he's his CIA handler. Depending on whether you think he's that's all real or not. It was the first movie I saw Sam Rockwell in. I'm like, oh, you see that guy's bare ass in every movie. <laughs> it Starting is in his contract. One. Yeah. Speaking of those things, the movie Moon. Definitely. He moons. Yes. Isn't isn't, isn't that why they call it Moon? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I just assumed. What was the first movie you saw Sam Rockwell in? I, I think for me it was Galaxy Quest. I can't think of a movie before that. I didn't see that movie until much later after it came out. I, yeah, I, might never have, I saw it. I saw it when it came out. I mean, uh, the first movie be... I know I saw him in was Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. There, yeah, I right, might I have so too. seen him, but can't remember him and other things. He's in the Green Mile, right? And that was that was never saw it. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He's in that too. But yeah, he was like. He was coming up in like bit things around that time. And then, yeah, it does seem like maybe Confessions of Dangerous Mind might have been the first thing where he was like the star of the movie. Boy, we're working really hard not to talk about this movie, aren't we? (laughs) (laughs) We talked about it for a while. All right, let's let's slap some grades on it. Uh, Who do we want to start with today? Should we get... uh... No, I want to end with Willie. (laughs) Thank (laughs) you. I'll start. Um, yeah, this is a this was a frustrating movie. Is 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 what I would say. Um, there there are things that I liked about it in concept, but like not necessarily in execution. And um, I will say one thing I didn't mention is that it it was a nice movie to look at. I, I will say, like I liked. I mean, I like generally. This, yeah, Some, sometimes the the. The the vis effects work was real shitty, and sometimes it was it was yeah that's good. true yeah yeah I'm I'm not even talking about the effects work although I guess I am because of the space scenes but I I do but I did like I mean there's a certain like like just seeing those that expanse of white whenever you have a movie that's set in like the Arctic or Antarctic or something like that is kind of nice sometimes it's like a very different kind of feel that you get and I I kind of like the way that looks a lot of the time. Um, but yeah, there were there were I, I I agree with you. The the effects work and the space scenes was uneven. Um, but yeah, o- overall, I I feel like this this felt like a movie that could be a lot better. I also thought it was like it was a long movie, like like it felt long, like it was I, a long two hours. I, I yeah, it was yeah, it's two hours, which feels like longer than it needs to be. And also, I definitely was checking like how much time was left a couple times. Where it's like, where are we in this movie? Um, so, uh, 
I'm, I'm usually a pretty lenient grader. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go lenient here and give it two stars. <laughs> that's that that's lenient. Sorry. It's it's it. It's don't not, apologize. Yeah. yeah, you're good. All right. You're good. Go for it, Paul. Um, I think it's clear that I didn't really like this movie. Like betrayed is the word. Like I feel fucking betrayed by this movie and I feel like it worked really hard to betray me, um, which is bullshit in my opinion. Um, like, yeah, this movie is a half star for me. Like I would not watch this movie again under any circumstances. Um, like I, 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 to this day, like I have trouble, I, I do have, I, I have trouble watching things with kids, especially like when kids are in danger. Like, um, it just, it just doesn't sit well with me generally, especially fake kids really, really burns you. Um, <laughs> they're movies, Willie. They're all fake. Um, <laughs> and, and, and this one in particular, like I, I spent a lot of time just like thinking like how 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 are they going to leave this kid like how is this kid going to die and like it that it, and it really bothered me and 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 that's exactly what the movie wanted me to think which i think is total shit because they did that and there's no payoff at the end um and there's no there's no reason the movie made me think that like you know there's there's no emotional or narrative payoff at the end it was just like i i don't know really know why they did it but man they did it and like I feel betrayed and it's like, you know, unforgivable feels too strong of a term, but like, like I, I said to my wife when I was coming down to do this, I was like, I'm going to go downstairs and talk about this movie. And then I never want to think about this movie again. On, you wow. know, you know, that's harsh. On, on the other hand, Paul, you are always, you, you don't like watching movies with kids in peril. Cause you know, they might die and you were sure this one was going to die. Depending on the way you look at it, either she doesn't die cause she's not real or she has the best chance of surviving of anybody because she's the woman who's up on the spaceship who's probably not going to survive, but at least she's going to last longer than everyone else. Yeah, maybe. But like <laughs> the the emotional pang that I felt when they were like out on like walking through the Arctic together yeah, like yeah. of this poor kid, like that, that's an emotional feeling that's not going to leave me for a long time. And I'm like genuinely mad at the movie for making me have that for no reason i'm gonna hit my grade in a hot moment but but i have follow-up questions to that paul Mm -hmm. didn't you think it was weird that you had this like fucking nine-year-old little girl that was so fucking compliant no sure no i'll just sit on a fucking back of a snowmobile it's freezing and not complain in the very least you have a you have a kid they complain if like their fart smell, no less if they have to sit on a snowmobile and it's like freezing and you might die. No, I don't have a problem with that because they basically establish a timeline that this kid has been like surviving by herself for three weeks. Um, and now she has this person that she is like clinging to. They, they have the whole scene of him trying to get her to sleep across the room and she comes back in and like she would not fuck. She like they establish that she will not leave this guy no matter what. And like. She's scared, yeah, but she's scared all the time. Like she has been scared for a long time, and at least there's an adult around who will take care of her. Um, and like, like kids will do stuff for like you know for people they're attached to, even when they're scared. And like that's what my kid does. She gets real I'm quiet. Not arguing with you, and she I'm, doesn't I'm, complain, I'm and she does it. But she, 
that that's exactly how she acts. Like if she's hurt and she's scared, that's what she does. She gets really quiet and she just quietly does whatever you tell her to um, because she's scared. So Good no, I totally bought that. That's how a kid would react. My grade's higher than Paul's. It's hard to be lower. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm a I'm a two out of five. I'm with you, Nish. Wow, actually. wow, that um, is that is higher than I thought you were going to say. I, I did talk a lot of shit about this movie. Um, I I had uh, high expectations, I think, because I love most things Clooney's in. Me too. Coach Eric Taylor is one of my favorite coaches in all sports movies. You know he's like not actually a coach, right? Like, he's, like, like are you sure? Like, 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 like that wasn't like literally Coach Taylor. Like he became an astronaut or something. I think it was okay. All right, fair enough. Okay. And then flew back in, to Earth to in, die. In that case, I'm docking a half star because he never says uh, "clear eyes, full hearts can't lose." That's what I'm saying. I was waiting for that. Yeah. Um, Nah, man, like five minutes into the movie, I had it pegged. I'm like, oh, shit, she's not real. This is a fucking volleyball. We'll figure this out later. Um, There's a lot of disjointed shit in this movie. Um, I actually never... My biggest gripe with the movie was I did not feel the crew of the ship was really quite bonded. Even in the scenes that were tense when she was... um, when everybody's coming in and doing their first spacewalk and, and it, it led to some calamity, right? Um, things probably play out different if she does not die. If she does not die, now we have a colonization plan. We're all going to Jupiter. We're going to hump and we're going to make some kids and like things are going to be fine. Spoiler alert, it still wasn't enough people. <laughs> right. No, but, but maybe Coach Eric Taylor and the guy that played... Uh, Mary Louise Parker's cartel boyfriend in Weeds Demi, goes out to Jupiter. Demi and just, here. Yeah. Thank you. And, and they and like, all right, now we can cross pollinate. Um, How would they get? They, they, they have no way of getting to Jupiter. <laughs> we have not figured out that bit, right? Yeah. Also, I want to know, like, I think going to starve on the way there. And where's the poop going to go? But all besides the point. What? <laughs> These are the things in every astronaut movie. I mean, they have a fucking very fancy spaceship that does a lot of fancy shit. Where are they getting their water from? He, uh, wants, he, he wants this movie to be The Martian all of a sudden when it gets to that I part. Do, I don't. <laughs> to get actually, into the nitty gritty. But, but, but actually, like, this is my biggest beef with the movie and why it's a two out of five is like. P.S. I looked let, it up. Let, it's 50 people. You need 50 people. Let's focus on one or the other. Focus on the people on Earth and tangentially refer to the people in space as the thing. Let's focus on the people in space and kind of refer. Like. They did a very bad job in this movie of merging the two together. A very, very bad job. And then add in the, like, fooled you that that little girl was not real. And, I, like, Paul, I was waiting. I, I was waiting for the girl to not be real the whole time. And the payoff was really bad for me. As opposed to Paul, who didn't know the payoff was coming. And then it was really bad for him, too. <laughs> like... So I think that's why it was like a little better for me than Paul. Is I was I was I was waiting for the bad payoff. Paul was not waiting for the bad payoff. I think that is exactly the difference between a zero point five and a two rating in this movie. Yeah, I think we're probably the same on everything else. 
I um as as you know, I, I have a, a listing of all the movies we've watched for this podcast. Um, I did not think to include way back in the day, like what we each rated all of these movies. And I wish I had, because I am yeah. very curious as to whether Paul has ever rated anything this low or, lo- or, you know, or lower if he's ever given something zero stars or a half star, there's I probably mean, something out there that, that, yeah, that you probably. gave a half star, but, but usually like if like bad movies, like they're fine, they're bad. Right. But right. You know, but like this we movie that, actively made me very angry. Did like, yeah. No, no, no. We did that week where we did the Razzies week. We did like Geely and like. Oh, you're right. We did some shit movies. Oh, yeah. We definitely did some shit movies. It was like Razzie week. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a. Uh, yeah. There's a difference between like bad and like. What was that uh, Adam Sandler movie? Nikki something Nikki. Little Nikki. Oh, Little Nikki. Yeah. We did like. We did like Geely, Little Nikki and something else. I guess I must have done Geely because I've seen it. I know I have. Yeah, we watched it together, actually. Back in the day, <laughs> we'd watch four movies in a week. I know. Well, like early on, we did that. I mean, we didn't all watch four movies, but yes. We we reviewed anyway. four movies. I'm with you, Nish. Two out of five. All right. Fuck this movie forever. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I think we're uh, we're ready to get out of here. Um, anything else you guys want to talk about? I don't. What are we watching next time? All right, I guess we could talk about that. Um, How do you get a hold of us, Paul? I don't Which know. What are we gonna do? <laughs> That's not a. I'm not doing a bit. I don't know our email address. <laughs> well, no, we we wanted you to give out your home phone number. <laughs> That's a terrible way to get in touch with me. I never answer the phone. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Um, Let's talk about what we're watching first. So uh, for next episode, we are going to watch um, a little movie that uh, that came out last year uh, called Tenet. This is the Christopher Nolan movie that everyone made a big thing about. Everyone was all excited for it. And then they insisted on releasing it to theaters. And that was probably a mistake. And now it's kind of available to rent. And we figured we should watch it because who knows if we'll watch it otherwise. How will you guys watch it? Will you watch it on your iPad on your TV, do you have another mode of watching? I will find the smallest screen possible to piss off Christopher Nolan. Yeah, me too. That's I was going to say the exact same <laughs> I thing. I don't think that'll piss him off because he was the guy that was like, we can watch this on any medium. It's amazing. Well, he was the guy who pushed it for it to be in the theaters. Yeah, right? yeah. You can't you can't watch it I mean, at home. You have to go to I the mean, movies to watch. Yeah, it. I mean, he is the foremost like theater av- advocate. Like I that's how he is with like all. Like an article things. where he was like, it doesn't matter. You can watch it on your phone or on your on your screen. I mean, he might have tried to walk that back at a certain point, but I guess yeah. But but no, I mean, he's for years probably, has been probably after record. the movie bombed in the theater. He's like, no, it's fine. Just please watch it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But yeah, no, I'm just gonna be watching it on my phone, probably. Uh, will you, Will you tell me the um, general plot synopsis of this movie? I know nothing about it. You mean the movie no. that we haven't seen yet? <laughs> yeah, like, I don't. What, what's it, what's I don't know a damn thing about it. I don't know. It's a Christopher Nolan movie. Most of these we don't really know a whole lot about. Yeah, okay. it probably won't make you know a lot of sense about this movie. We're just gonna see it. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, it it looks kind of spy oriented in some way. There's obviously some weird stuff with time going on in the movie, based on the trailer. That's about as much as I could say. It stars John David Washington, and Robert Pattinson's in it. I like him. Two John David Washington. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there you go. That's a start. Either of you guys watched the show Ballers? Nope. No. 
I mean, I know it. It's this is Dwayne Johnson and Rob Cordry's in it, right? Am I, am I making yeah. that up? Yeah, it's a good show. No, you're not. It's a good show. Is John David Washington in it, or is that he's just a, a main character? In it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, he's the just, main character. Just a complete nonsense. He's one of the main characters. There's like four main characters. Oh. It's The Rock, Rob Cordry. Because I've because I've seen Denzel's like, son. I've seen posters um, in the city for it, and then it's always The Rock, and that's it. And I right. No, oh, he's he's a big character in the in the show. Okay, I actually thought it was a reality show until you just mentioned all that. <laughs> it's a good. Uh, how do I describe it? It's a reality can, show can, about the Rock and Rob Cordry. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Super easy. Um, they play uh, tennis together. <laughs> Ballers. <laughs> I don't, I don't even know don't, if this is funny. I think we're just cracking ourselves up. Don't tell me what it's about because it won't be better than that. Fine. <laughs> All right. Uh, in theory, you can contact us at an email address. Uh, that email address is talktopodflix at gmail.com. Oh, that's it. Yes. Um, Talk to Podflix. Yeah. Remind me, did, did I test that when I set that up? Like, do we actually know that? <laughs> I could be listening to Podflix at Gmail. Who knows? I'll, I'll, I'll test it. We'll make sure that it's working. All right. By the way, I'm I'm gonna, I'm just gonna correct any misperception here. Ballers is essentially entourage for athletes. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. That's it. Who's I thought you were going to say entourage for assholes. And I was like, is, that's just is, entourage. is Rob Cordry the Ari of the group? Yeah. 100%. I mean, I, I'm assuming he's not an <laughs> that athlete. Is, that is the <laughs> exact right guess. Yeah. And um, Denzel's kid is essentially Vince. Okay. And then he's, who's the rock? He's the main, he's the main athlete. Who's the rock? He doesn't seem like a turtle or a drama. <laughs> Uh, he is the star of the movie, but he's like, it, as if the show were to follow like Ari's boss. Okay. He's like the main agent. Okay. All right. So he's retired, an agent. He's a retired, retired athlete, athlete who's now, now an agent Got helping athletes out. All right. It's a good show, actually. I, I like that. Did you guys like Entourage? Me. No. Not really. I did. You might not like the show then. Well, I feel, I feel like I, I like, I think I, I like The Rock and Rob Corddry more than I like any of the people on Entourage. So That's there's fair. that. I don't think anybody on Entourage is quite likable. Those two are. Yeah. Exactly. And I like John David Washington. I forgot about him. Yeah. So, so very good. So, so there you go. How many stars do you get ballers? Four point five. Since this is somehow morphed into a review of ballers, four and a half out of five. As we are heading out the door, we decided to review. By the this. way, we gotta give you something good. Oh boy! So it was it was like an episode in a mini flakes all in one. Yeah. Yep. All right. Over overall, the entire I give the entire Predator franchise a two and a half.
How how much whiskey I drank, guys? Well, you didn't. Where was it when you started? Was it full? Tonight? Yeah. Jesus. That's why I'm such an idiot tonight. (laughs) People have like two. People have like two fingers of whiskey. If you had two fists, yeah. It's been a month. It's been a month, fellas. I'm gonna get some. We're only halfway through this month, you know. I'm gonna get some ice. I'll be right back. All right. Is this still the show? <laughs> uh, please cut it there, Willie. <laughs> Do I get to crack your toes too? I mean, you know please it is. No. <laughs> Man, I would either, I would either really like it or really, really hate it if somebody else cracked my toes. Can't figure out which. Are you a chiropractor person? No. And I don't think you would like it. I've never been to a chiropractor. I go down these weird rabbit holes on YouTube with chiropractor videos. Same. It's like the same. It's like the, it's the same tunnel, just a different lane as like the Dr. Pimple Popper YouTube videos, (laughs) watching people getting their back (laughs) cracked and shit. And the one that I want to do is they put this weird contraption on their head. And it's like a a picture. um, Like when you go water skiing, like the, that, that handle that you use, mm-hmm. it's like hooked up to a thing that's hooked up to their head, and the chiropractor just like they, pulls they, it, and like their whole spine cracks. And you want to do this? Kind of, because <laughs> everybody is like, "Oh my god, <laughs> I can't feel my legs." <laughs> yeah, it's because they almost paralyzed you, but that sounds amazing. No, they, I don't know, 